But basically, love is something we can't put our finger on at all. We say we, we use such words as want. Um, Welcome back to Liz Laugh Love Yourself. This is Lizzie at Lizzie D. Newton on Instagram and also at Liz Laugh Love You. So excited that you're here. Welcome back to another Sunday. I'm going to make this one short and sweet. I had a great day. I'm currently going through what I'm calling a Rihanna renaissance where I'm absolutely obsessed with obviously Rihanna. And if you don't know me in real life, um, one of the most pertinent things about my personality and who I am as a person is I love pop culture. I love pop stars. And that's basically what has made me me. And whether or not that's a good thing or a bad thing can be totally up to you. But to me, I love it so, so much. And on that note, I want to tell you that I'm now going going to be doing two episodes a week. So your Sunday is what hopefully is becoming the anti-Sunday sadness programming that I have for you every Sunday. And then Thursdays, we're going to do pop, pop culture Thursdays, where I do one to three of the stories that I love for the week or just three stories that I'm thinking about pop culture related, just so I can give you my thoughts, just because I'd like to document them somewhere, and you don't have to listen, but if you want to, that would be amazing. So Sundays are for your well-being, and then Thursdays are for the part of you that loves gossip and pop culture, so I'm really excited to start doing that. So today I wanted to talk about a couple of things. First is this article that I want to read to you about Beyonce and her mental health because I don't know if you've been thinking about Beyonce lately, but I have and I really want to know what she's talking about with mental health and then also I want to talk about living your life to the fullest. So we'll get there, okay? Those two things might not go together. We're going to find a way. Circle of life, you know? All right, so Beyonce. The pop star also spoke on her past relationship with diet culture and how she focused on her body when she was evaluated, whether or not she was healthy. Her fans have seen her dedicated pre-tour diets with the most recent sneak peek in her homecoming concert film. After describing her diet, which demanded no bread, no carbs, no sugar, no dairy, no meat, no fish, no alcohol, she said she would never push herself that far again. She said, in the past, I spent too much time on diets with the misconception that self-care meant exercising and being overly conscious of my body. My health, the way I feel when I wake up in the morning, my peace of mind, the number of times I smile, what I'm feeding my mind and my body, those are the things that I've been focusing on. She continued, mental health is self-care too. I'm learning to break the cycle of poor health and neglect, focusing my energy on my body and taking note of the subtle signs that it gives me. Your body tells you everything you need to know, but I've had to learn to listen. It's a process to change habits and look past the bag of chips and the chaos everywhere. On a side note, the superstar also hinted that there's more to come from her soon on both the music side and regarding her self-care rituals. Baby, you know what that means? It means we're getting some form of Gwyneth Paltrow's goop or Kourtney Kardashian's poosh or Drew by Drew Barrymore. All these, I think Jennifer, Julianne Hough even has like a self-care thing. So Beyonce's on deck. All right. It's going down. Um, I believe if you're especially like an elder millennial like me that 
we grew up in the weirdest time of diet culture, which everything was like slim fast, trim quick, don't eat, be a hundred pounds, like skinny jeans, low rise. And then we switched into this realm of embrace your body, embrace your curves. And you're like, wait, I thought I like wasn't supposed to have a butt. Like how else am I going to squeeze into these juicy track pants? So we've kind of been given two alternate views and it's been very, very confusing because yeah, I want to love my body. Like, of course I do. It's, I live in it every single day. I, I want to embrace it. But at the same time, we've also like grown up with the like expectation to like hate ourselves all the time, which is so upsetting. Like you have one body and it is your temple. No, like I get it. You're supposed to love yourself, but we all have insecurities. We all have things that we look at ourselves and just pick ourselves apart. So instead of just avoiding mirrors, look in the mirror and go, I'm a bad bitch and I feel good about myself and I'm going to do at least one thing today that makes me feel good. So today I ran eight miles that was my long run for the week, and I'm very proud of myself because I was really nervous about this one because I wanted to make my pace faster than last week because last week was 10 miles, and I did it, but it was hard. But I also know that if I don't meet my goal for my half marathon, it's going to be okay because I can always do another one, and that was just me self-reflecting. Um, so we've been giving these false expectations, but also like, we have to like love ourselves, which you do. And I want you to do that. And I want us all to be able to love ourselves. But the reality is you don't wake up in the morning and say, Hey, I love myself today. But you know what you do? You literally look at the mirror and go, I'm safe in my body and I'm safe in my feelings. And I'm going to do one thing today, right now, because I'm waking up in the morning for myself. If that means you need to wake up 20 minutes earlier to have yourself a little, um, motivation dance station body appreciation dance party for 20 minutes do it it will make you feel good do one thing every single morning that will make you go on the right track for the day I promise you it will make the biggest difference in the world even if you just spend five minutes stretching just do something for your body it will jumpstart your entire mental clarity for the day I also think that she is totally right like we've always been told about diets and you know she was vegan for a while and especially being a celebrity it must be it must be so hard but it must be so hard you're constantly being scrutinized and criticized and put under a microscope and people are always asking you like oh what do you have for breakfast lunch and dinner it's like you don't go around asking strangers what they have for breakfast lunch and dinner that's such a personal question and why should she have to answer to us what are we we are nothing we are just people who really enjoy her music and just want to pop that booty okay um, but because I am such a pop culture fan and a pop star enthusiast, I look up to women in music so much. It's taken me seven minutes to even mention her name, but Britney Spears, yes, is my hero. I love her so much. And I think that one thing that I really always loved about her is she worked hard in the gym. Her dance routines were on another level. She clearly was athletic and loved her craft. And you could tell like when she went on stage it wasn't like normal dance. It was like she turned into a different person. But what we all fell in love with was when she was off the stage, she was just this cute, quirky, sexy, sweet girl from Louisiana. And we all could relate to that. And she is so talented. And, you know, I'm not going to get into the conservatorship, not on a Sunday, maybe on a Thursday now. But 
she really set the tone for how I want to be as a person. And you might be like, Lizzie, that's weird. Why would you want to be like Britney Spears? Um, Because she's my hero and she raised me and I love her. So let me live my life. I, um, I've always looked up to her. She was never like super skinny, you know? She was always like very strong. Like you could just look at her body and be like, damn, that girl puts in work. And I love that about her. But as we've all seen her in her Ugg boots and a bag of Cheetos, like, girl treats herself, and that's so important to do. So I did run this morning, but I also just got ice cream, and I'm really excited, but I did take a walk to the ice cream shop. Do you know how dangerous it is to have an dangerous it is to have an ice cream shop in walking vicinity? I think it's probably a little bit more than a quarter mile, so it, like, makes me feel like I kind of earned it, but, like, I don't feel bad about my ice cream. I'm going to cherish it. Now, here's where I talk about living life to the fullest. I, one of my biggest pet peeves is when people are like, live every moment like you're in the present. Live every day like it's your last. Like, I'm sorry, Deborah. I can't do that because I have to go to work and I have to go to school and I have to pay my bills. So I can't live every moment like it's my last moment. But what I can do is I can work really hard and I can do all those things. So when I can do the fun things, I appreciate them five million times more. Now let me put this into some kind of perspective. Paris Hilton recently had a documentary on YouTube where she said she hasn't gone on a vacation in years. Girl, you're always on vacation. Like, because you're on your phone posting on Instagram, you consider that working, a working vacation. But like, other people who don't have being an influencer or a multimillionaire as their job title, they go on vacation, they post on Instagram. Does that mean that they are working as well? That is, it was like almost like borderline offensive, but obviously she like, I have a love and not so much love relationship with Paris Hilton, but I do use her skincare. I really enjoy it and it's not tested on animals. So I just, there's just an out of touchness that's, kind of infuriating. But what we can do as a strong, badass woman is when we work hard and you appreciate yourself for working working hard, doing the workout, finishing the book, which I did today on the beach and it was lovely. And I finally finished a book I started in 2017 and have had to restart twice, but I did it. Finally, I can move on to my next book, which is a book that I stole from someone. Um, and I will give it back to them because they, they did in fact give it to me. So, uh, I just have to read it and then return it. Uh, but being on the beach today, just being able to like flip flop, you know, like just turn around, like take in my surroundings, like make sure the seagulls weren't going to grab my food. Like it was just so nice to look out at the ocean and be like, look at all that space out there. Like I earned this day off. This day was meant for me to enjoy it because I worked hard. I put in the work. I did the things I didn't want to do at work. You know, I worked the long hours. I worked the into the night. You know, I sacrificed Friday, Saturday night, so I could be here right now in the middle of a Sunday. You know what it also means? It also means I have a Monday afternoon off because that's the way my schedule works. But if you look at it that way, like I get to go to work. You also have to go to work, but you get to go to work, which is first of all, great. I'm so glad we can do that. But 
you put in the work so you can enjoy stuff after. And I had to remind myself at one point today, like, this is my job and I do my job because I enjoy making other people feel good about themselves. So if I have to sacrifice a tiny bit in order for a long-term situation to end up being good, it's going to pay off. It really will because in a moment, whether it's a week or a month or a year from now, I'm going to be sitting on a beach somewhere going, I earned this and it's going to feel so good. And that vitamin D is just going to penetrate through my skin and give me the most beautiful glowy tan and make me feel so good from the inside out and me shining like the sun on Teletubbies. And it's just going to be glorious because you know what it's like to work. You know what it's like to put yourself through things that you don't want to do. You know what it's like to go through the spin class where you you know, you're only five minutes in and you're like, oh, I don't know if I can do it, but you do it and you've done it before and you're going to do it again because of that feeling afterwards, that five seconds after you're done when the pedals start to slow down and you're still dripping sweat and you're like, I did that. My heartbeat is pumping so hard and I did that and I didn't do it with anyone else. I did it by myself for myself. And it took all those moments beforehand to get to this one right now and it was a million percent worth it and you should be proud of yourself. That's that pop star moment at the end of their performance where they look around, very dramatic, and they look at all their fans. They're like, yes, I did this. Oh, baby, baby. That's your moment. And I want you to lean into that moment. And anytime you're feeling like you're not enjoying your moment, you're not living it to the fullest because of whatever circumstance you're in, I want you to think this will pay off at one point. It will because it has to. And it will because you are a bad bitch and you are going to make it happen. And for those of you who don't know, that is a good thing these days. Being a baddie is a good thing. I learned that from some Gen Zers. So... We're going to head into this week a good attitude. We're going to head into this week feeling we're going to make a difference in people's lives. We're going to enjoy some time for ourselves. We're going to crush some workouts. We're going to eat some good food. We are going to take five minutes in the morning and stretch. If you do anything, five minutes in the morning stretch. Two minutes in the morning cat cow. Five minutes body appreciation, dance station motivation. Whatever you got to do to make you Feel like you're on track for the day. Make that your goal this week. And it's going to be my goal as well. I love you so much. Have an amazing day. And I will see you Thursday. Bye.